0: Coming up on The Potter's Touch.
1: Boom! Boom! The Lord said if you would have kept on striking, you would totally destroy your enemy. Boom! Boom! If you stop right there, you're going to miss your miracle. Boom! Boom! Your only problem is that you give up too soon. What God wants from you is boom!
2: Hello, family. I'm Pastor Corey Jakes Coleman. Thank you for watching the Potter's Touch. Relationships are important. There are many things that we learn and gain from one another that we can't get on our own. Bishop has a message for us today called The Transfer. Out of 2 Kings chapter 13, he explains that some relationships can be life changing. Let's listen.
1: as Elijah is trying to give what was given to him. When my wife lost her mother and she was grieving over the death of her mother, I said, Sarita, you will never get your mother back. And she realized after just running around anybody who dressed like her mother, anything, that she would never get her mother back. I said, the only way you can get her back is to be what she was. In other words, it is your turn to give what she gave you. You cannot, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You cannot keep getting what she gave you. Now you gotta give what she gave you. That's how we go into generational blessings, pressed down, shaken together, running over. First you get from her, then you give what you got. That's why some people are bankrupt. You can't give to other people what nobody... <laughs> Eliza had received something yes, sir. from his teacher that changed his life. He had been grinding at the mill. He had been, he'd been plowing in the field, rather. He'd been plowing the field behind an ox, fulfilling a destiny that wasn't his, doing what his mother and father had in mind, but not what he was created to do. Parents, don't force your life on your children. I never told my children they had to preach. I never told them you had to be me. I never forced them to try to be something that they were not. Because it is not always true that you continue the legacy of your father. Elijah was trying to continue the legacy of his mother and father and live up to what they expected him to be until he saw Elijah pass by. When Elijah passed by, Elijah suddenly realized I am kin to something I'm not connected to. (laughs) God, I'm preaching better than y'all responding. That realization, he didn't even know it till Elijah passed by him. And then when Elijah passed by him, he looked at his history as his mother, his father, the ox, the plow, was all a result of his history, but when Elijah passed by, he saw his destiny. His destiny is in the distance. You you understand? His destiny is in the distance and he's trying to hold on to his history, but his destiny was passing by and he said wait a minute he's he's plying on the 12th yoke of oxen he is destined to inherit the property now he has to decide do I value what was (laughs) this is property this is land this is the family business or do I value what will be and he decided I'm going to I'm going to burn this plow. I'm going to kill this ox. I'm going to kiss my mother and father goodbye. And I'm going after my destiny with the smoke of my history. Shut down. I can still smell it. <laughs> it's on fire while I'm leaving but I'm forgetting those things which are behind and reaching to those things which are before. I wanna break the spirit of guilt. Some of you are so guilty about trying to live up to what other people had in mind. I wanna release you this morning, burn that ox up, set it on fire and step into your destiny. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm talking to somebody this morning. Now watch this. Here comes the struggle. Elijah is now following Elijah. He has kissed his mother and his father goodbye. A lot of us are trying to follow somebody, but we never kissed our past goodbye. And you cannot embrace your future while your arms are around your past. You have to decide I'm gonna kiss it goodbye. Whatever you gotta kiss goodbye this morning to get where you're trying to go. Whoever you gotta kiss goodbye to get where you're trying to go. So the book says, Elisha starts following Elijah, and Elijah, the guy he's following, told him, go away. And he's told his teacher, as the Lord liveth, I will not leave thee. And his teacher says to him, what have I done to you, boy? Go away. And he said, as the Lord liveth, I will not leave you. Elijah's friends, his buddies, his contemporaries, the people out of his generation came to him and said, you need to be in the school of the prophets. You don't need to be with him. Leave him. He said, as the Lord liveth, I will not leave you. Everybody that left you could not stay. And everybody that stayed could not leave. if you can offend somebody and they walk away, they weren't fully there in the first place. Because when you are really there, I can hurt your feelings and you still can't leave. Y'all don't want me to preach this. Do you remember when Jesus told them, he said they were with Jesus as long as he was feeding them the fish and the loaves, Jesus was popular. Then Jesus said, unless you drink my blood and eat my flesh, you'll have no part with me. And the Bible said, a whole lot of them got up left. Jesus turned to Peter and said, will thou leave me also? Peter said, no, I'm not going nowhere. You talking crazy, but I'm not going nowhere. I don't understand what you mean, but I'm not going nowhere. I don't know whether we're going to be cannibals, but I'm not going nowhere. Because in your hands are the words of life. I'm not leaving because you're saying something. You're saying something that's changing me. You're saying something that's calling me. You're saying something that's pulling me. You're saying something that's shaping me. You're saying something that's developing me and whatever I got to go through, then I'll just have to go through it. They tried to discourage the boy. Said, don't go. He said, keep on going. He kept on serving, kept on serving. Then he says to Elijah, says to his teacher, Elijah, he says, I want a double portion of your spirit. Okay, I want a double portion of your spirit. And Elijah says, "Uh uh-uh, not yet. You don't get that on the fly. (laughs) You're not going let me tell you something, you can deposit a little bit of money at night, but for a big transfer, you gotta do that during office hours. <laughs> you, you, you can't do a drive-by through the window. Y- y'all ain't getting with me, cause y'all understand. You can do a drive-by and put in a $500, $1,000, something like that, but if, if you're gonna drop 500 million, the window wasn't designed for you to drive by and transfer 500 million. If you're gonna get a big transfer, you gotta be willing to go through something. You can't just drive past me and take whatever you want. I'm bigger than that. Touch I say, I'm bigger than that. So Elijah says to him, watch this, Elijah says to him, if you see me when I'm taken up, I'll give you a double portion of my spirit. In other words, if you're still here, when I get to going through everything I'm going through, if you're still standing there, if you're still following, if you're still in your place, if you haven't turned back, if you haven't given up, if you haven't given in, if you haven't given out, I'm gonna give you a double portion my spirit. Now I want you to get this because this is real important. When they started out, Elisha wants a double portion of his master's spirit. By the time they get to the place of the transfer, Elijah sees Elijah going up in a chariot and he says, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel has come to take you away. All of a sudden he wants the man more than he wants the mantle. When he gets to the point that he wants the man more than the mantle, that's when the mantle falls. The mantle will not fall until the motives are right.
0: This is an opportunity to do more than hear great preaching. You know how
1: to do church, but do you know how to be an answer to the city?
0: This is the opportunity to be exposed to great thinking.
1: What sets you apart from all the other churches in your city? If you can't answer me, I've found your problem already. You're like a restaurant
0: with no sign on the front. You'll find that you are much broader, that you're much deeper, um, that you have more going for you than you think. This is not your average leadership conference.
2: We define abortion as something that happens in a womb in a clinic. When a child is not allowed to reach his or her destiny by education, by poverty, by racism, that's a borehole.
0: This is the kind of paradigm-shifting, mind-blowing stuff that you look back on and say, that was a defining moment. Make it a priority, it's unlike anything you've ever been a part of.
1: In our text, Eliza is ready Die and he has now come and the, to make the transfer. The king comes in the room weeping and says the exact words that Elisha had said years ago to his father: My father, my father, the chariot of Israel has come to get you. He, that's how he knows he's the right one. God because he said the right thing at the right time. He's the right one. So, Elijah sits up in the bed. He don't let death get him yet. He says, death, I got something to do. He says, uh, open that window. When I, when I got there, the Holy Ghost stopped me He said, don't go no further. He said, tell my people, I'm getting ready to open some windows. You've been shut in. You've been shut down. You've been limited. You've been isolated. But God said, I'm getting ready to open a window. I'm getting ready to open a window. I don't know who that's for. But I had to stop in the middle of my message and tell you God is about to open a window over your life. I dare you to give him 30 seconds of crazy prayer. Now watch this. He says now, get an arrow and pull it back in the bowl. And he pulls it back in the bowl to shoot it. And Elisha takes his hand and places it on the king's hand. This is a transfer. They are touching and agreeing. Oh, I'm gonna tie it up. When, When you're about to do something and you get the chance For somebody mighty to put their hand, you understand what I'm telling you? Oh. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm trying to pull this off and I really don't even know how to pull it off. But if you just put your hand on top of my hand to steady me, I'm about to make a transfer. I wish I knew who I was preaching to. There's about to be a transfer. You you trying to do something, you don't even know how to do it. But God said, I'm about to make a... Hey! Watch this. So he put his hand on his hand. They pulled the bow back together and he released it. And it shot out the window. Shoot. Shoot. Don't just talk about it. Don't just dream about it. Don't just wish for it. Shoot. Slap somebody and say, shoot. If you shoot right now, you're gonna break out of that trap that the enemy has got you in. If you shoot right now. I don't blame the devil for trying to keep you at home. He doesn't want you to shoot your shot you out here this morning to say shoot He shot out the window and Elijah told him Elijah sitting up in the in the bed he about to die and Elijah told him he said now take your arrows and strike them to the ground yes, and he struck Three times, boom, boom, boom. Three times he struck down. And when he, when he struck the ground three times, Elijah, who is dying, got mad, got angry, got upset. Now it's hard to make a dying man angry. Because when you're dying, you don't care about nothing. Why is he angry? He is angry because his son's lack of tenacity has caused him not to be finished. When somebody doesn't draw, on the level you have to give. Not only do they hinder their destiny, they frustrate yours. Elijah's servant has already failed. All he's got left now is the king. He's trying to give this last bit of glory because I told you, Elijah has done 15 miracles, but he had a double portion. And Elijah had done eight. A double portion should be 16. But because the king didn't have the faith to keep on striking. He's angry because he only struck three times. He said, if you would have kept on striking, I don't know who this is for. But the Lord said if you would have kept on striking, you would totally destroy your enemy. Your only problem is that you give up too soon. Boom. gonna miss your miracle. What God wants from you is boom, boom. She'll quit. Elijah's time was up. His time was up. His frustration was he had more to give than the king had room to receive. I want to take a minute and talk about wasted opportunities. When you underestimate the power of the opportunity, you don't get from it everything that you should have got for it. And you're satisfied too soon. You're satisfied too soon. Mediocrity has possessed you when God has given you greatness. Do you hear what I'm telling you? So Elijah, died in frustration because he had more to give. And they buried him and put him in the ground. And the fight continued. In the middle of the battle, Elisha is now dead. His bones are in the sepulcher. They have decided he was finished. That's all you're going to get. That's it. It didn't work. It didn't happen. It didn't finish. It's too late. It's over. It's done with. He's dead. And he was laying there, dead. And while they were fronting, while they were fighting, they had a soldier that was dead and they needed to get rid of the body. And they took the body and they threw it down in a hole and the body fell on the dead bones of Elijah. And the moment it hit the bones, I said, the moment it hit the bones, I said, the moment it hit the bones, it got up again. I want to tell you, somebody thinks you're dead. They think it's over. They think you won't be back. But the devil is a liar! God's about to make a transfer! And your latter today shall be greater! I dare you to praise him!
2: What a mighty word from Our bishop, my daddy bear, God is in the business of transferring transferring power, authority, and blessings to his people. The Bible says that Satan comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy those things that God has for us. That can only happen because of a poor connection with the Father. If you want a greater level of power and authority, then draw close to God in prayer and submission. Closer proximity will always result in a greater transfer. We want to quickly thank our Global Partner System members for their commitment to stand with us in this ministry. Because of your giving, the needs of hurting people are being met and the gospel is being preached around the world. If you're not currently a partner and would like to help change lives, text the letter GPS to the number 28950 or go to our website at partner. God bless you.
0: God is bigger than any mess you can make. He is in the second chance business.
1: You didn't tell me that I could be in his hand and have a crack in my life. And the crack doesn't mean that I'm not.
0: For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Bishop Jake's restorative three-message set, God of Second Chances, on CD.
1: Whenever you're all in, your latter day will always be greater than your former day. Once you seek me... I'm going to seek your vision. I just want you to go first.
0: And when your gift is $100 or more, you will receive God of Second Chances on three CDs, the Restored Collection, full of Bishop Jake's uplifting messages and supportive Restored Promise cards. If
1: God gives me another chance... I'll let nothing separate me from the love of God!
0: Restoration is yours. Take hold of your second chance today.
1: Jesus got on the cross, he said, I'm all in!
0: Hi, this is Bishop Rosie O'Neill. Bishop Michael Blue.
2: Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts. Bishop Joseph Walker III and I want to invite you to the International Pastors and Leadership Conference.
0: As leaders, we must continue to stay teachable and
2: current. You are the why behind this year's IPNL Conference in Dallas, Texas.
0: If you're a millennial, entrepreneur, pastor or leader, this life-changing event is for you. Through the mentoring and the coaching that we will receive, you'll be able to put the effort into the places that produce the most impact so that your life and ministry can have success.
2: I want to invite you. Meet me in Dallas. Don't miss this chance. April 17th through 21st. Along with
0: pastors, leaders, and entrepreneurs from all around the world.
2: 2018 is going to be your
0: year of impact.
2: Head over to pastorsandleaders.org to get your tickets. I can't wait to see who you will inspire this spring.